Hi, greetings in Jesus name. Pointers along the way are brief Bible-based messages I bring out, God willing, every Saturday dealing with practical aspects of the Christian life. I hope they will be a blessing to you. You can visit my website at www.c-n-c.org for my articles and books. This is pointer number 957 and its title is Made for Man. Have you thought of these facts of nature that have made it possible for us human beings to live comfortably on earth? The earth is at such a distance from the sun that if it was less or more, life could not have been sustained. The earth rotates giving us day and night, enabling us to work and rest. The axis of rotation of the earth is tilted in such a way that it produces the different seasons as we go around the sun once a year. Water evaporates from the sea, is taken by the wind as vapor to the land where it rains, flows down rivers and returns to the sea. We breathe in oxygen and let out carbon dioxide and leaves take it in and return oxygen. There are so many such factors that cannot be brushed aside as coincidences in a natural process of evolution. As the psalmist says, the heavens and all the rest of the universe and especially the earth point to the glory of God in his creation. Psalm 19 verse 1 The heavens are telling of the glory of God and their expanse is declaring the work of his hands. Yet we have turned against this God and gone after our own pleasures. We did not acknowledge him as God or give him thanks. All these years after Adam, people have fought with one another and trampled others under them for their own gain. Immorality and violence are only increasing with time. For temporary advantages, people have neglected to think of the long-term consequences of their mishandling of nature. And now we experience chaotic weather and pollution of the air, water and food resulting in new diseases. It is due to the love of God for human beings whom he has created in his own image that even when this image has been marred, he has prepared a way of salvation and restoration for us. This salvation is meant not only for forgiving our sins and giving us a relationship with him as his children, but also for transforming us to his character. Second Peter Chapter 1, verses 3 and 4. Seeing that His divine power has granted to us everything pertaining to life and godliness, through the true knowledge of Him who called us by His own glory and excellence. For by these He has granted to us His precious and magnificent promises, so that by them you may become partakers of of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption 
that is in the world by lust. However, it can be observed easily that even after this offer of salvation at the cost of the death of his son Jesus Christ, very few believers are interested in it. Most want an escape from hell and many others want God's blessings for a comfortable and enjoyable life on earth. People are willing to do the minimum necessary, such as repeating the sinner's prayer for an assurance that everything will be fine afterwards. Is this not because of the preaching of a minimal kind of gospel? Where is the preaching that will cause the hearers to be cut into their heart in remorse and fear of God? How many who consider themselves as believers have actually seen themselves as hopeless sinners before the holy God and trembled? How many have turned around and decided to give up their sinful, self-centered lives and start living as living sacrifices for God? Does our gratitude towards the Savior, who came searching for us lost ones and did not give up when we showed hesitation, reluctance or backsliding, but kept loving us, warning, correcting, exhorting and encouraging us, motivate us to consider Him as the pearl of greatest value above everyone and everything else? May the Lord bless you in your life as you have listened to these words. Thank you.